We're live. Episode 50. Happy New Year. Welcome back to Tea for Lunch, show powered by Arcade Studios. Each week, we'll serve you the top stories we're following in social media, entertainment, celebrity, and tech in 15 minutes or less. You can catch the show live on Instagram on Thursdays, used to be Wednesdays, at about 12.30 Mountain Time, or on all podcast providers and YouTube on Fridays. Yeah, that's the big news of the day. We are changing, going back to our original programming slot. It was Thursdays, we switched to Wednesdays, but it's back to Thursday because I'm coming back to work and Thursdays will be one of my work days and I want to be on T for Lunch more. The boss is back. That's right. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. We had a good holiday. Yeah, I feel mentally rested, but as a parent of two children, I feel physically exhausted. (laughs) Same. I feel very excited and anxious to be at work. Today, I was telling a client that it feels like I'm at summer camp because I got to like, (laughs) I get to go see my friends. I'm like dressed up. I'm like... I don't know. You packed a, a lot of stuff in your bag that you probably won't need. No, I packed snacks. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited for the new year, for new goals and all that. Yeah. Do you have any resolutions you want to share with the class? Uh, I got lots of resolutions. I don't think I'll share them with the class. You know, I decided I'm not sharing my resolutions because I want to be a person of action. In the wise words of Beyonce, I won't tell people what I'm going to do. I'm just going to show people. Ooh, okay. Beyonce. Yeah. Nice. I think there's That's a like good way to start the year. An audio where she's like, don't talk about what you're going to do. Don't just dream about what you're going to do. Don't criticize other people for what it. they're not doing yet. Be about don't it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Exactly. I remember that. Thanks. Um, resolutions aside, though, more importantly, I feel like we need to find a new TV show. Oh, my gosh. I know. We've exhausted everything that's out there except for any scary shows. Like we haven't, we haven't done that Wednesday Adams show that's going viral. Is it scary? I never watched Adams family or anything. I know it's not scary. It's just, it's just not creepy kind of, or like spooky. I don't know. I think it's more spooky. It's just not my cup of tea. It's funny. Yesterday I shared a quiz on my stories and I asked people if they knew what Courtney Kardashian and Mike Payne have in common and no one got it. And I don't think there is anything. There is. You both watch Yellowstone. Oh. <laughs> and when I posted that, he was so offended. Like, you were so mad. I have never seen you, like, actually mad about stuff that I posted don't about Don't put our names in the same sentence. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, that's how he feels about but her. But, I mean, a little bit of respect for her since she watches Yellowstone. I don't know. Yellowstone is so funny to me, and it's so interesting don't, that you like. Don't go down this trail. <laughs> let me just enjoy it. Okay, I'll, I'll let you enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we do need to find a new show. Yeah, we do. Do you have any ideas? No. I'm trying to think of like older shows that were iconic that we could go back to because we recently finished Mad Men. Yes. And obviously that wasn't like timely. We we were late, but um, we really enjoyed it and we need to replace that. Mm -hmm. Um, The Good Wife is one that I I was thinking you would enjoy. I wondered. Because I enjoyed it. I wondered if we should try Breaking Bad, but I'm also scared. I don't think so. I think. (laughs) There's certain shows that like just contribute to high blood pressure and anxiety. And I remember watching the first season of Breaking Bad and it just made me feel like on edge constantly. Because mm. you get attached to like the things and the events in the show and then you start to think you're being watched and or you could be arrested or. You yeah, know. I don't want to think about that. Yeah. One thing that I'm really sad about and I think about often on here and there is how we won't have another House of Dragons for two years. That's just ridiculous. Like that was poor they need planning. to figure that out. I expect more from HBO. Yeah, come on. 
get it together. Anyways, we have lots to talk about. There's literally nothing happening in pop culture. So today (laughs) we're changing things up. And instead, we're going to talk about some trends that we're going to keep an eye on in 2023. These are predictions and trends that we think are going to make big waves in 2023 all around marketing, social media, advertising, and pop culture. It's the season of trend reports. Yes. So should we get into our first one? Sure, let's do it. Am I going to talk about it? (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's me. (laughs) Uh, First up this year, YouTube is going to make a major comeback. Um, For a lot of you, maybe you feel like it was already here, but you are the early adopters. Now it's a trend. Um, After years of social media being dominated by short form video apps like TikTok and Instagram Reels, we're seeing more people talking about getting onto YouTube. Short form video hasn't just transformed social media platforms. It has reshaped a lot about the creator economy and specifically on Forbes Top Creators 22 list. Three of them are TikToker. Wow, that's hard to say. TikTokers who brought in a combined 36 million in 2021. However, with the release of YouTube Shorts and YouTube's updates to their monetization options and a podcast feed in the works, creators are starting to turn to that platform. Mm-hmm. What do you think? YouTube's exciting to me. Like, I feel like there's a lot of people who are going to YouTube now and putting more content out there and less on their social channels. Um, and I feel like YouTube is a place like I can just turn on and think of like, what do I want to watch? What's my vibe? One thing I, the only beef I have with YouTube is like, I, I know that there's different profiles that exist, but as a parent and like with your kid kind of hijacking your phone and your YouTube account, I wish there was like a kid's version of a profile that you could attach so that like when I'm on YouTube, I'm not just seeing like my recommended videos and like Paw Patrol. Like I just want a, a separation. It's kind of heartwarming, though, to go on your YouTube and see a little bit of what you like, but then a little bit of what your your kids like. As long as there's a balance, it's cute, but it's like getting a little crowded in there. Yeah, it just permeates your whole life. It's your YouTube, it's your Spotify wrapped, it's all that stuff. But I'm excited about YouTube. I've considered joining YouTube myself. I know we're already posting some of our uh, podcast content on YouTube, but... I was thinking the other day, too, this isn't really on topic for why we're talking about YouTube, but I was thinking about getting YouTube premium just because... You think about how much time we spend watching YouTube videos and how many commercials we have to suffer through. Like That's interesting because we're in the ad business. Like we're the ones posting the commercials. I know, but I just don't feel the commercials are on YouTube are that targeted to me. I mm. prefer the the ads that I get on social platforms currently. Gotcha. Like the pre-roll ones at least are just annoying and interrupt. Yeah, well, I'm excited about YouTube. It's about time that we're seeing more more opportunity in YouTube and more people spend more or invest more into creating content on YouTube. I Mm -hmm. think YouTube content, especially like when you think about big like television networks, for example, and how they've always had really strong YouTube shows. And I'm hoping that as more people go to YouTube and spend more time watching YouTube, that some of those shows will actually start to pick up a bit more steam and become more like recognizable and maybe more established. Um, So that's exciting to me. Yeah. And I think we've seen in other trend reports how like more and more like boomers and older generations are getting into streaming finally, like consuming content on streaming platforms like Netflix and, and like Paramount and stuff like that. So I think that's going to drive streaming content more towards older demographics, kind of like what we know cable to be right now. It's all like pharmaceutical commercials and stuff about like old age. So I think that'll drive even more the younger generations on into consuming content on platforms like YouTube over Netflix, for example, because it's just more for them. Nice. And then also if you're, if you're a little bit hesitant about YouTube, because you feel like you have to become a vlogger or just, or do like long form videos, I think YouTube shorts is really what's making the difference right now and where 
that algorithm really seems to be serving up lots of awareness and reach and engagement, kind of similar to TikTok. So get on shorts if you're not already. Okay, next up, are consumers done with wealth displays and are going to look for more authenticity from influencers and celebrities? Interesting. Up until 2019, it seemed like we're all obsessed with seeing opulent lifestyles of our sub- favorite celebrities, AKA the Kardashians or Drake. However, a few tough years for people were starting to see audiences turn back and turn away from this type of content. People were frustrated seeing their favorite celebs and influencers take luxurious trips while we were living with travel bans and they were posting their private jets during a time of climate crisis and recession. I'm having a hard time speaking today. Me too. Yeah. It's January. Yeah. Um, so how can celebrities and influencers stay relevant and what type of content will perform well in 2023? Uh, it's not going to be photos of your private jet, which actually got me thinking. Do you remember a few years back, there was like a company where you could actually like buy time mm. on a private jet to take photos for Instagram. Do you remember that? I remember hearing stuff like that. Yeah. I just, it's so interesting how like that didn't feel that long ago and how we're totally swinging the opposite direction. Like if you posted that, people would not be happy about it. Even like, I don't know, there was a lot of discussion on social media about when like Kylie Jenner like took her private jet for a 30 minute flight. Like people are just so turned off by that kind of content now. Yeah. And I feel like people got called out for like faking their success or their fame or their wealth. Like, um, I remember getting sucked into like ad funnel expert ads on Facebook. And lots of times it would be this guy like with a whiteboard in a private jet and people in the comments would be like, that's not even your jet. You're an idiot. Like you haven't even sold any copies of that dumb book he wrote, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. People have like weird responses to that stuff. Yeah. And it's so interesting. Like if we're swinging away from that extreme, like, and we're swinging in the opposite direction where you're not showing off your wealth, but maybe like looking a bit more approachable. So all these like celebrity pantries that are like, on everyone's feeds, like what are they going to look like? Are they just going to be filled with like no name brand snacks now? I think it's just going to be a lot less of those like Tupperware containers. (laughs) Which is your dream. I love container life. (laughs) Like just not. You love it for what you see on TV and like in reality. It just, it feels good when things are organized and have a space. Yeah. But then it's organized for five minutes until you start living and then it's a mess again. (laughs) So what's the point? Yeah. Um, but for me, I think I see this too, like even with professional athletes, like, you know how uh, when it's game time, there's a lot of coverage usually of athletes like LeBron and Russell Westbrook or like people like that showing up to their game ahead of time. And they're in a specific kind of outfit. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you even see them showing up in their vehicle. And I feel like there's been eras to that. Like in Michael Jordan's era, they were all wearing suits. They were kind of required to like dress professionally. And then there was an era of maybe, I feel like it was kind of introduced by Allen Iverson because he was just against the grain and wanted kind of rebellious, but he started to wear like designer and more like gaudy stuff and even like streetwear and sneakers and introduced that whole era of flashiness and lots of money. But then I feel like these days there's almost a change more towards like cheekiness and unexpected and even humor. For example, the other day, Jason Kelsey, who's on the Philadelphia Eagles are like, this really good, one of the best football teams this year. Um, he showed up dressed up as Doug Whitmore from 51st Dates. And uh, that's like oh, Drew Barrymore's uh, brother. Right. Like the, the kind of goofy guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then like Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks in the game, who's been MVP multiple times, like he shows up in a Ford F-150, just mm-hmm. kind of stock off the lot and rolls out in a white T-shirt. Right. So there's just like a, a change happening 
a new season of yeah i'm yeah. for this i'm into more relatability less excessive wealth i'm down for people i mean we're going into a recession in this economy you gotta be wise yeah you gotta so be approachable i'm, I'm down you gotta for be this. realistic okay last trend that we want to cover today yeah, brands are going to pivot more marketing dollars over to micro-influencers. Micro-influencers are able to capture super niche markets that businesses have been tapping into for years now. However, as social media gets increasingly saturated, using a more general influencer for sponsored posts is becoming riskier. So brands are looking for genuine engagement and a great partnership. And to get it, they're turning to niche influencers, even with more specific niches and smaller followings. Yeah, specific niches is key here. So if you're like a fashion like creator or influencer, you want to like get down even nicher than that and be like a mid-size influencer or like, or if you're into makeup, you got to be like really specific on like what kind of makeup. Um, so I think that's really interesting. And I was actually thinking like, this is actually really exciting to me because I am, I have more of an appetite for super niches. And I was thinking about some niche ideas before the show um, that I wanted to share with class. So (laughs) one of them was, uh, luxury travel with kids. Like that would be a great niche. Someone tell me what hotels we can stay at that are still nice. Like would we'd enjoy staying there, but are kid friendly because most kid friendly hotels are not that great. Um, another one I thought of, do you remember what it was? No, but I, I feel like for me, it would be great to have like the spark notes for reality TV shows so that I don't have to watch the whole episodes. I can just get the moral of the story. So That's I can me. still like, that is kind of you. <laughs> I'll do that so for you. Are you going to start a whole channel around that? No, I wouldn't start a channel. For that, oh, so it's for me personally. It's for your personal use. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're doing me a service. Another one that I thought was actually fun would be like a profile or someone should cover the lives of athletes. Like I want to see photos right. of them growing up practicing on the football field and then like what their moms look like and like what their grandma says about them. What they overcame to get to where they are. Yeah. And like any challenges that they had to to go through, any injuries they've recovered from and do like a 30, 30 second video that can easily watch before like a game or something. Not that I'm that interested in football, but like it just helps me have context and know who I'm cheering for. And then they could go a step further and maybe this is a separate niche, but like who are they dating and who have they dated and do, do the wives and girlfriends You don't want to know who have out. they dated. Those are long lists. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Someone do a niche on that. There's actually another creator that I really like that I discovered on TikTok and I want to shout her out. I wish I remembered her username, but we can add it somewhere. Um, but she does bag reviews of every like television show that's hot right now. So for example, White Lotus, everyone was watching that. She would go through every episode and like zoom in on the bags that people had, like mm. luxury bags, and like talk about what it is, which bag it is, what brand how much it is, which was so useful. And then another creator did that for White Lotus, but the books they were reading and what they say about them and what those books are about, about those characters. So I think that's really cool. I think something similar to that, but like around like artists would be cool. Like more someone who's curating the context and the story and the lifeline of like artists, whether they're like mass appeal, like a cause, for example, or more like niche appeal or up and coming. Cause I feel like a lot of people get onto an artist once they're big, but they don't really know like what their story is or where they Mm. came from. And even having that information could make owning a piece from that artist that much more enjoyable and validating. Mm -hmm, Totally. Okay. Final one that I think would be great is like a not so gentle parenting niche. So like, (laughs) 
there's okay. extremes, obviously. Like gentle parenting is one thing, but like what's the step before gentle parenting? That's what's the, the middle one I ground. Want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not middle, just step before. So like if gentle parenting is on the like far left and the other. Well, we're getting political now. <laughs> okay. Alt-right gentle parenting. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Forget I said that. I just want it like somewhere middle to like leaning towards gentle parenting, but not fully gentle parenting. Right. Like not coddling. Yeah. I'm with you there. Okay. Well, that's it. You're well, welcome. If you yeah. end up using any of those niche ideas, and you let go us viral, know. credit. Credit where credit's due. Now that we've wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. See ya.